0: what you want, when you want it, where you want it. This is The Mesh.
1: Hello and welcome to Brothers in Tech. This is a technology discussion show uh, for the brotherhood or sisterhood of those of you out there uh, really looking to help those of you that might be getting those calls from family members for technical support. Maybe you're the default family IT guy, or maybe you're the family member that's starting to call somebody else in the family a few too many times needing some technology assistance, and you might want to try to start helping yourself a little bit with some areas. So we are here to help you in that in that, uh, in that educational endeavor. Uh, my name is Alan Jackson. With me is my brother, Brian Jackson, hence the title, Brothers in Tech. Brian, how are you doing?
0: I'm good. Good, Alan. How are you?
1: Doing Doing great. Doing good.
0: and uh, I'm excited about this. This is great. This yeah, is, well, we're starting a brand new
1: year. We just kind of got through the holiday season, and we felt like it might be a good time to explore if anybody out there got some new technology over the holidays, and maybe they're needing some assistance in getting it working, or just some advice on what to do uh, with some future technology ideas. And again, uh, Brian, you and I have both been in the situation of being that family IT person, uh, now which one of us is better? It may be a little bit up for discussion. It depends on who you ask in the family, but
0: well, I don't. I don't think it's really up for discussion. I think <laughs> um, I think that you know the person who fixes things and the person who has to. Refix the things that the other person fixed. So uh, we'll 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 talk about that later. But you now I'm excited. I think this is um, I think this is something that's needed. I think that um, you know sticking with family tech, sticking with technology for the home, and uh, and trying to keep it simple. Right? You know, we're going to try to kind of put it in a in a form that people can understand and and hopefully can, can use right away. So Absolutely. it's going to be great.
1: And what we're going to do with the format of the show is each, each uh, time we release a main episode, we're going to cover one primary topic. Uh, the topic for today's episode, our premiere episode is going to be about um, online television, streaming television services for your home. But every time we get together, we're going to cover another topic. Now, we're going to kind of talk at a high level and kind of the broad generalities of this topic and give you enough good information to work with. But if you really want to dig a little deeper into some, some of the topics we're going into, we are going to release, after this main episode, some smaller, shorter episodes. We're kind of calling our, our B-sides, our deep dives. These are where we're going to get a little more specific into a certain aspect of this topic. So, for example, today we'll be talking about streaming television services and ways to use the internet to get your TV service uh, and possibly replace a more traditional means, but then the deep dive episodes that'll follow. One will be very specific on media players that you can get. One will be very specific on some other services that provide movie and entertainment options. And then we're also going to do one that's a really deep dive on some uh, alternative ways to get television into your home using some a uh, little more off the beaten path uh, routes and technology. So that's kind of the format of the show, and we're going to go into a more general episode here as we get started. Um, Brian, a couple a couple things I think we need to throw out. First off, I think you know we need to have a couple disclaimers, and then I think we need to kind of give a little introduction to ourselves. But you and I are are by at our hearts level, we are Mac guys. I mean, we are at our we roots. Are. We we love Macs, <clears throat> Apple computers, but we both work with Windows and other other platforms on a fairly regular basis, and are, are pretty comfortable in those environments as well. So, needless to say, some of our uh, discussion topics and advice might skew a little more towards the Apple route, but, you know, that's just something where we're coming back from our own experience and our own preferences. Yeah, I think there.
0: we're I think we are admittedly uh, slightly biased uh, towards the Apple ecosystem, but uh, I, as well as I know you, have kind of this sentiment that if, if I can find things that work and then things that can work efficiently, uh, I don't mind venturing out uh, outside of that. Uh, to me, it's usually about making things work and making things work efficiently. And, you know, if you can do that for less cost, then I'm pretty happy about that as well. So, um, yeah, so we're, we're willing to dive in. But probably also important to note that we do have do not have any financial connections to any of these companies at this point, point in time. Yep. Uh, yet, you know, obviously, <laughs> if they want to start paying us money, uh, sure. we, we we might go back and redo some of these uh, and put a spin on them. But, uh, you know, we, uh, we're we not going to be sending you to things that actually, you know, we benefit from. So right. there's going to be no bias in terms of the, uh, the the services we suggest.
1: Absolutely. That's a great point. Well, Brian, how about we tell tell, tell them a little bit about ourselves other than the fact that we're brothers. Well, so that's, you,
0: that's yeah. probably our most important thing. Yeah. So <laughs> sure, let's, let's brag about ourselves. Yeah, sure.
1: Yeah. So, Brian, who are
0: you? <laughs> yeah. So uh, I'm Brian Jackson. I'm a professor of kinesiology uh, at Pacific University in Oregon. Um, I, uh, am a technology fanatic. Uh, I love kind of looking into technology. It's what I do in my spare time. Um, I enjoy helping, uh, people that aren't my family, um, and consulting them, uh, on technology and, um, you know, within my, uh, my field, I'm also, uh, kind of always looking for ways that technology can, uh, can further what we do within the, the Kinesis world. So, uh, so that's me, Alan. Who are
1: you? Yeah sure my name is Alan Jackson. I am a uh, consultant both in the world of survey research and survey design as well as in uh, video and uh, media production as well. So I have a company called Jackson Creative that does video production, social media management, website design for a, a variety of clients and then also an arm of that is Jackson Insight doing a uh, Survey Research for Employee Customer Surveys, Market Perceptions Research and Surveys. Uh, But also, kind of tying it into what we're sitting here doing today, also, we have the Mesh Network, which is the podcast network that you're listening to the show on. do encourage you to check out some of the other shows on the Mesh Network as well. Or if uh, this show's been on for a while and we're past our first episode, you can go back or look at other episodes we may have of this show in particular as well. Um, so you can look find that all on TheMesh.TV or any of your preferred podcast providers, such as uh, Apple Podcast, Google Play Store, uh, Stitcher Radio, and so forth. So, yeah, so with all that out of the way, I think we did all of our, our foundation setting here, Brian. Well, why don't we just jump right into our first topic, the main topic for yeah, this episode? Yeah, let's do that. And we are talking about television streaming services, the idea of using the Internet to get your TV service. Um, I do think it's important to understand that this is, you know, this is this idea of using the internet pipeline that you may or may not already have. I assume you already have internet coming into your home, but making the choice to say, I want to start using it. I've been hearing that there's some services you can get to basically resemble, replace your your traditional TV uh, networks uh, using that internet connection you have already coming into your home.
0: Yeah. And, so, I, mean, I, think, yeah, go ahead, I mean, I think it's kind of important to know this is this is the next stage, right? I mean, it used to be that uh, over the air was the way that people receive their TV service and then cable came about and, you know, then you started paying for additional bells and whistles, you know, to be able to get that service piped into your house. And uh, now there's some other options. And I think that, uh, I think we've got a lot of people that have started to jump on this, uh, as a as a as a way of getting their tv services and and uh we want to kind of go through what those are and why you might want to do those mm-hmm. so how about yeah. i tell you cause kind of the difference between tv and the movie services right i mean i think that's an important note although there is some crossover well a the lot two. of people
1: ask us and say well you're if you're talking about tv well i've already got netflix i already right. you know do all that and i think there's there's it's under, important to understand the difference here
0: yep Yeah. so i mean one one kind of important note, we are talking about live TV services, right? We're talking about being able to access information that is occurring right now, such as, you know, your, your NBCs, your CBS, your your sports, your things that are happening um, to where you want to be able to get that information right away. Obviously, Netflix and other services um, that are providing you with movies there was a great, that's entertainment, and that's going to be something we'll dive into in one of our, uh, one of our B-sides, right? So, uh, so what we, we want to look into is what are these services that you can get live TV through the internet, uh, and how do they differ, right? Which, mm-hmm. one's, which one's better for certain things versus others? So
1: that's the idea is that, you know, right? if you have cable TV already at your house, these services we're going to talk about can act as an actual replacement Of that cable TV or satellite TV or whatever, direct TV, other types of services that you may have. This truly replaces it. So, I mean, I think there's a lot of confusion sometimes with people out there about they feel like this is something in addition that you've got to keep your cable and you can still use these other services for other features they may offer. But we're here to tell you that this is a potential replacement. And a lot of people right now are moving to these services canceling their more traditional TV for that purpose. So Brian, why, why would, I mean, I'm just asking you, why would anybody choose to do this? Like what's the overall big advantages or benefits or reasons they may look at changing from traditional TV to a more internet based streaming TV?
0: Well, I think most of the most of the people we talk to are changing because of cost. That's usually their number one uh, number one factor, right? I mean, I, I don't I don't see a lot of people saying I'm not getting enough channels. I need right. to get away from cable, right? Uh, generally, they're saying the cost of cable has gone astronomical. You know, they're paying hundreds of dollars potentially a month to be able to get the system that they that they want. Um, and when you start to see that and you realize that there are other ways that potentially are less expensive, there are also potentially some a la carte ways of getting what it is you need or what it is you think you need um, and not paying for everything else. So I think cost is one. Yeah. Uh, I think contracts is another. I mean, I, most True. people are in cable have a contract, where they're, mm-hmm. they're stuck with a two-year contract, getting a better price, and now they're they're You know, not able to really move around much. And of course, once you get in that ecosystem, it's really hard to break free. Um, And I think, quite honestly, the people that want to get out, I think there's also a concern that if they leave they're not going to be able to get back, right? Because mm-hmm. of the whole contract system, if they break a contract, they're either paying a fee or they're afraid that joining back in, they're not going to get the good uh, deals that they've been given, supposedly. And I put deals in quotes, even though I know we're not on video, right? I can't, <laughs> you can't really see what I'm doing right now. But
1: Just say air quotes. Um, I think everybody will Air
0: quotes. I'm story, sorry. Yeah. yeah. Deals yeah. and air quotes. So so I think kind of the, the cost is one issue uh, that people are trying to get around and maybe even flexibility, right? I said the, the idea of going a la carte or they're looking and realizing they have hundreds of channels and they only watch, you know, 15 of them right. and would like to see if there's a way to just pay for those 15 or get closer to just paying for those 15. So
1: I, th- I think you hit it all on the head there. I think, you know, th- all those reasons, I'll even throw one extra one as I think, you know, as, as, uh, generations are progressing more people, uh, I'd say more generally those in a younger generation are, uh, looking for more an interface kind of a, 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 a like they're used to with their phones or their iPads or mm-hmm. ways to navigate things and you know most traditional cable systems I'm familiar with are still a little behind the times with as far as how easy they are to use the user interface and other things so that's maybe another reason people are looking to change. They want something that's a little bit more up on the technology with everything else they
0: use so I mean can I can yeah, I also say really sure. quick that you know, just as a cynical perspective, it's also, you know, the cable has been the bad guy for many years, right? They're the big guys, right? They, mm-hmm. they kind of have you, uh, they've, they've grabbed you with these, um, these contracts. And I think there's a lot of people that would like to have anything that is a way to get away from the big guys, you know, mm-hmm. uh, damn the man, right. Try to get, get rid of, yeah, uh, sure being beholden to someone. So I think that's that's an exciting thing to, to look into. Right. Um, so what, but, what would we need, Alan? What, yeah. You know, if someone wanted to jump into it, what what do they need to have?
1: That's a great question. So really, there's really three elements. I'm going to go ahead and say right off the bat, yeah, you got to have a TV set. Okay, let's just go ahead. And, <laughs> I, I think that's kind of assumed at this point. Um, but, well, you, do you? Not, well, I, mean, I, yeah. I mean, actually, okay. you know what? You got to have a screen. As soon as you gotta I said it, I realize I'm maybe a little <laughs> off. You do need a screen. Now, you may think it's a traditional TV set, but you're right. Uh, it could be that you're just going to watch TV on your iPad or on your tablet or. Laptop. And you could totally do that with these services. Uh, It doesn't matter what device you're using, as long as that device has really the second element, which is the internet. You've got to have an internet connection uh, available to you. Now, you can access these services from a remote, you know, at a hotel using Wi Fi somewhere else. It doesn't matter what internet connection you have, as long as you've got access to the internet we do recommend and i think you're going to find better uh, satisfaction with it if it's a higher speed uh, internet. Now, a lot of people will ask what is high speed? You know, what what level should i be at? I feel pretty confident in saying that just about any plan you can get, standard internet plan nowadays with a internet provider is going to be good enough for streaming video services it may not be as the uh, super high definition quality but you can stream video pretty much any good standard uh uh, cable or or uh, um, cellular data plan right now the question Mm -hmm. is how much do you want to do do you want to have four different tvs in your home uh, all watching stuff okay then your internet's going to need to be a lot faster uh it just will need to have more bandwidth um so the, the speed of your internet is really going to help determine the quality of the video you're going to see and how many people can be watching in your household at one time. Uh, I will say with, with internet speed, the thing that uh, I, I think is becoming less and less of an issue as time goes on, but I still know some people who are suffering this, uh, some internet providers have bandwidth caps. And what that means is they're only going to allow you per month to download a certain amount of data over your internet connection. And while that may not be a problem for people if they're not doing TV streaming on their, on their home Internet system, the minute you start streaming television, you're eating up tons of bandwidth. I mean, just yeah. I've seen people burn through their bandwidth cap, you know, within the first week of a month, and then they're having to pay overage for every other week. My personal Internet plan right now does not have bandwidth cap. I assume yours doesn't either, Brian. Uh, I do not. No, so, I stay
0: stay away from that like the plague. Yeah, yep.
1: and more and more companies I think are abandoning this whole bandwidth cap idea anyway. But that is something to keep in mind before you make this jump. Is that if you do have a bandwidth cap on your internet, I highly recommend either looking at a different plan that doesn't have bandwidth caps, or you may want to rethink your decision to go go in this direction. So mm-hmm.
0: yeah. Yeah. And I think that's, that's really key when we'll talk about just a little bit, the price of this whole deal, this is more compartmentalized, right? Most cable companies that the beauty of it is that you're paying one price, even though it's very large, mm-hmm. but you're going to get your internet and they're going to make sure that you have good enough internet to get what it is that they're offering sure. and good enough signal. So, um, there is, this is a little bit more a la carte. You do need to, to be aware of all these components. Um, But I do still believe you're going to get out much cheaper if you do it right. I agree.
1: The other element you're going to need in addition to the Internet is you do need a streaming box, okay, for lack of a better term. Uh, This is a device. It could sometimes be built into your TV or something you buy extra. Um, That is your portal. That's the thing you hook up to the Internet, and then you hook up to your TV. And that is the little box that allows Internet TV to happen. Now, we're going to have a deep dive episode later on a separate episode, where we're going to talk about some of your options for streaming boxes. So we're not going to get into them right now, but just when you hear terms like uh, a Roku and Apple TV box and uh, Amazon's uh, Fire TV, Fire.
0: those are options yeah. that
1: we're talking about. You do need to have something that can allow you to have these streaming services play on your TV. So, again, we'll right. do that in a deep dive episode uh, if you really want to kind of hear about some of those options, so
0: but just just real quick, the beauty of that is that you know this is no different than in cable and or on the over the air. You've got to always have some way mm-hmm. of deciphering what comes in, right So uh, you know don't let it kind of scare you away That's that's how usually a one a one a one time pay on something and uh, That's you're going to get much more out of it so
1: well it's almost like it's a uh, it's the replacement for your cable box you know if you're yep. used to that big cable yep. box you had installed whenever you had your your cable service this is a, basically a replacement for that but you're right it's a it's yep. smaller it may yep. be that one-time cost you got to invest in to buy it but i think the savings will make up for it over time Yep. So, so Brian, I think let's really spend the, the the bulk of the the time here talking about kind of the options. Uh, I I think when we talk about these live TV services, there are a handful of them. Um, uh, we're gonna probably hit on maybe five of them right now, but there's yep. probably more coming out. There may be some new ones by the time you hear this episode. But these are the ones that are a little more popular or current right now, and we're just gonna kind of talk about and tell you some pros and cons with those based on our own experience. Um, so, Brian, what's the what's the first one we should hit here? What do you think is a good one to talk about? Well, let's first? talk
0: about um, let's talk about one that's become a little bit more popular recently in terms of marketing. Sling, Sling, Sling TV, TV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, for those who don't know, Sling's been around a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was actually one of the first streaming uh, TV services that kind of hit the market as a low cost, budget friendly, you know, mm-hmm. option, right? And they really hit hit people by saying, we're only going to pay for what it is you want to have. And, uh, and that really appealed to a lot of people. Uh, it's still one of the low cost options, right? I believe right now it's about $25 a month. Mm -hmm. Um, and uh, of course that's somewhat stripped down. Uh, you can pay for some extras. They are one that does provide some a la carte. Um, you, you think there's a, Sport package that you can get another $10 a month. Mm-hmm. Um, you can get cloud, um, kind of cloud DVR, so that you can go and uh, be able to record things and watch things back. Um, that's for another uh, $5 a month. But, you know, I think that I think Sling's still a good option. Uh, I don't, I believe you. <laughs> You sling at one point in time, Alan. I know I did,
1: I did when it first I, came out. Yeah, yeah, I did. And uh I, I liked it. It's a good, yep. simple service. I think it worked really well. It's kind of a good first on entry into mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. streaming service. Uh, it is a limited channel selection. That's the one thing you just need to be very careful about. Is I think you can go on their website and see for each package, there's different packages you can get. Each package has a different assortment of channels. Uh, if you're someone that watches a lot of stuff and a lot of different channels, you may find yourself. Hitting a a wall with this because you're you're going to find yourself not having all the channels you want or having to get a larger package just to get those channels. If you're someone who has like one or two channels that you watch a lot um, and that channel is being offered by Sling for $25 a month, you're kind of that's a perfect fit. So it really just depends on that situation, I think. But uh, it's a good service. It's just limited for me, but uh, it may not be limited for a lot of people.
0: Yeah, is that the reason you <clears throat> you went away from it, it initially? Is. It is. Yeah, just there yeah.
1: were uh, three or four channels that I know my family watched that just weren't on there, and to get them were either going to cost a lot more money or uh, or weren't available at all. So it just was limited. But again, if yeah. you if you look at their channel list and you say, "Yep, all the channels I want to watch are on here," and I can pay twenty five dollars a month, that's a good. De- it's a really good deal.
0: So yep, yeah. yep, yeah, and I would say. I also initially left it because it was it was a little clunky, right? The oh, right. the user interface was a little clunky, but I think those things have fixed. I mean, yeah. obviously anyone that has seen the the commercials in the last year, you know, they really started to hit it hard and I think that uh, I think they're going to stick out around a while. I think they've found their niche which is low cost and very limited, uh, limited access. Yeah, right. Great. So, so that's still a good one if someone really wants to save money. Mm-hmm. I think that's that's a good one to go to and keep in mind. Very few of these, if any, have contracts. Yeah. So, going and trying a two two week uh, trial and then uh, or even signing on, on and
1: get it for a first couple months and really put it yep. through its paces and say, well, I want to change up yep. to something else. So you can do that. Yep. yep. So, All one right. that I want to talk about a little bit is Hulu Live. Hulu, most people are familiar with it as a a kind of a movie TV service. Uh, We'll talk about that in another deep dive as well, kind of those movie services and what those mean that are different than your TV streaming service. But Hulu is a little bit of a unique situation that it started as a uh, on-demand, old classic television or movies, and now they have some original programs. But many people don't realize that they also have a live TV package you can – do separately or add on to your Hulu subscription. So Hulu Live, uh, it is a little more pricey than sling. Definitely more than sling about 40. I think I actually went up to $55 just a couple weeks ago a month. So yep. it's, it's getting on up there cost wise. Um, and also one thing about it is it's, uh, these services, most of them allow you to record your shows just like you would a DVR on a cable box. Uh, but they're recording them to the cloud, meaning you could technically watch your recordings anywhere you have access to the internet and your your access to the service. Uh, but Hulu live does have a limited cloud storage 50 hours which probably not a problem for most people but some people you know really like to stock up a lot of stuff and 50 hours may may require you to do a little management of your of your DVR and kind of delete stuff a lot sooner than you normally would. Um, Hulu Live I've used for a little while as well. Um, I think the video quality on it's really good. And it was a fairly good selection of channels. Uh, The thing that really tripped me up with Hulu live is it's a really difficult interface. I think it's a hard interface to get to using. It's the same way the Hulu app is now, which Hulu I think is a very kind of challenging interface as well. Uh, But the Hulu live kind of kept that same um, framework around it. And it's just not great. And I just didn't see enough benefits to Hulu live to keep it personally. Um, But I I know some people who use it and really love it, especially if they're already really deep in the Hulu uh, ecosystem. They really love Hulu and all the stuff they watch is on the Hulu uh, TV movie service, uh, the the classic or archive stuff. Hulu Live is a nice synergy. You can keep it all in one place and and switch between the two. Um, Have you done anything with Hulu Live before, Brian?
0: Yeah, I'm I'm the same as you. I I initially uh, used Hulu the... um, Uh, kind of the regular service. And uh, I think I briefly tried Hulu Live, uh, but I was the same in that this interface is so different than all the others. Um, And especially if you're coming from cable, like if you're coming from cable and kind of thinking of things in a channel listing and scrolling that way, this, this is quite different. And you may find yourself frustrated. If you're someone that already used Hulu, as you said, this may be great, right? And yeah. maybe you're you're already into that ecosystem, and you enjoy doing that. Uh, I, I just I couldn't see the the benefit. I didn't see anything that really was worth uh, the price. I will say that for someone who is in the the Apple ecosystem, right? At least Hulu is integrated within Apple a little bit more efficiently than some of the others. Sure. When you say
1: it is, if you have an Apple TV box and you mm-hmm. have and it has the Apple TV or the TV app on it. Hulu is integrated, what we mean by that is if you go to the TV app, it will actually tie in your Hulu uh, watch history or what's coming up next, and it integrates really nicely. So you really kind of feel like Hulu is woven into the e- the Apple TV environment very nicely, where uh, Sling and the one we're going to talk about next do not. So you really right. have to kind of treat them as separate worlds almost, when you're yep. watching stuff on TV. So Hulu Live, it's a little on the pricey side, but I think there are some some advantages to it for certain audiences out there. Um, yep. The interface is just challenging. So if we've, talking about our brotherhood of tech, talking about our bandwidth of <laughs> brothers here, our uh, helping family members, uh, this is not a service I would install on somebody who was not uh, a tech, more technology savvy uh, person right. who wasn't used to this kind of streaming TV service. Uh, Because it is a challenge to understand the interface when you're so used to the traditional cable model. So,
0: yeah, yeah. I would say, you know, the uh, now you mentioned it earlier, but so Hulu is also in the same company right as is it ESPN and Disney are they in, right. yep. on the same yeah so there there is some benefits there for a little the bit. things like Disney's, Disney Disney mm-hmm. plus and all that they'll allow you to package some of those things together there so, is a
1: bundle that's the the base level hulu not the hulu live but the base hulu yeah. disney plus and espn plus to bundle them together at a pretty good price if you're already using two or more of those services. Um, But it doesn't, I don't think it does really anything much with the live service. So the live is still kind of treated as a separate add-on package there. So, Yeah. Dan Bryant of U.S. Health Advisors wants you to know your health coverage does not have to be complicated. If you aren't happy with your insurance plan, there are unlimited and comprehensive medical plan options available to you right now. U.S. Health Advisors offers solutions which can't be found anywhere else. They can even offer you the ability to purchase more coverage if and when you need it. U.S. Health Advisors offers fair rates and no surprises. Sounds nice, doesn't it? If you'd like to know more, contact Dan Bryant at 828-554-3032 or by email at daniel.bryant at ushadvisors.com. That's Dan Bryant at 828 828- 554-3032. This podcast is sponsored by Jackson Creative, a custom communication agency located in downtown Hickory, North Carolina, specializing in online content creation. To learn more, visit thejacksoncreative.com. Jackson Creative, we tell your story
0: well so let's talk about the next one youtube tv so youtube tv um as many people know of youtube right this is different than the the youtube you've thought of of the you know seeing videos of cats wearing hats and things um this is youtube tv you, which is you know is, my
1: you know my safe playlist so well so. <laughs>
0: yeah well i yeah i i know what i know what you like i know what you like um but YouTube TV, uh, is a Google service, right? Mm-hmm. It's going through kind of the, the Google, um, kind of brand name, which, which may or may not appeal to some people. Um, so it's a, it's a fairly pricey, um, service as well compared, certainly compared to sling. Uh, it's about $50 a month. Um, and, uh, the beauty of, of YouTube, well, to me, I think there's lots of beauties of this service The um, there's lots of channels. They continue to add more channels. Um, they they were one that when they initially came in, I thought they might get pushed around a little bit by Hulu, who already had kind of a foothold. Uh, but they've really put a lot of uh, a lot of uh, time and effort into the uh, the interface, which I think is really really solid. Um, and they have unlimited cloud service, so you can actually go and click on anything and say record it, and there will be really no cap. Um, There is a time cap, you know, so you could have a movie, you click on it, and then whatever, six months later, you have to go and re-find it, or it'll Mm -hmm. say, oh, this is expired, you need to go and grab it again. But but for the most part, it's unlimited. Um, So, one of the problems, right, as I mentioned, Google, right, is that there are some people that have kind of problems with using a Google account um, and worrying about people... Seeing all their data, uh, worrying about having that uh, that particular interface, right? What are what are your well what are your issues with that?
1: Well, and I I can understand those concerns. I mean, I think people uh, maybe you know Google's the big data mining company that we're all aware of, and I think there's enough people concerned, maybe to some. Degree rightfully so about, you know, the amount of data they now have on everybody. And I guess if you sign up for YouTube TV, you're basically giving them now all of your T V viewing habits and everything else too. Uh, I will say that's the one drawback for YouTube TV is that you it does require you to have a Google account. So you have to set up a Google account whether you really want to or not, in order to make YouTube TV work. Now, it's an account you can just set up as a dummy account. It doesn't need to do anything else. Set it up. It's free. It doesn't cost anything to set up an account. But just know that you know you are signing up as a as a Google user to use YouTube TV. Uh, outside of that, though, I, I I don't have any issues with this service. I, it's what I use right now. Uh, yep. I'm very happy with it. It's um, the interface makes sense. I haven't had any technical issues with the app since I've been using it for at least the last year and a half or so. Um, I think the price, you know, it's a little on the high side. It's $49 a month. Uh, yep. It'd be nicer if it was about $10 less a month. But I uh, I, I can't argue with it too much because it, it works really well. And the selection of channels is really pretty strong. They're fairly aggressive about adding new channels, which I'm, I'm happy yeah. to see as well. The unlimited cloud storage you mentioned is is great. Um, it's re- very easy to, to use outside of your home network. I can be on the road, traveling, hotel, and pull it up with with very little uh, difficulty at all. Um, so I'm, I'm I think it's a good, really good service. Um, mm-hmm. I, I'm, my fear is that you know it's getting more popular and people like it. That makes it an easy target to raise the price on. <laughs> yep. So, uh, yep. but where it is right now, forty nine bucks. I think it's a good deal for everything you get for it. So.
0: Yeah. Well, they've had two. So they've had two prices so far, right? When I jumped in initially, it was thirty four ninety nine, uh, and they had a, a price jump to to forty nine. And I think there were a lot of people that were very upset about them. It's a huge bump, right? A fifteen dollar uh, mm-hmm. jump, um, you know, whatever sixty percent or thirty percent jump or something. But um, but a lot of people stayed, right? And I did as well. And I kind of hemmed and hawed about it when it happened. But then I thought know what are my other options to do this and is it and i had already kind of gotten so invested in it plus when they did that hike they also added whatever five other great channels that people Mm -hmm. got really excited about so um no i think they're i think they're doing a good job i'm with you the the interface i think is is really good um Mm -hmm. it doesn't take that much i would say in our level of difficulty this is kind of at the the parent level, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And that um, I, I w- well, we did, right? I trusted kind of putting our parents on it and having them go from cable, which they were very confident in uh, and understood the the interface to, to YouTube. And uh, after probably a week or two of, you know, kind of trying to figure it out. There was really no issues at all. And it really does have a very cable-like interface, at least with one of the tabs, right? You kind of go over live. so You go to the live uh, tab,
1: and it looks almost identical to a typical cable uh, matrix grid, schedule grid. But I love the fact that you can say, well, I just want to see what's on CBS for the next several hours. And you can go to the CBS button, and there's their schedule exclusively for the next little bit. Um, Yeah clicking a button, say, go ahead and record the show for me is very easy and quick. So I'm, I'm, I'm a fan of the service. I think it's great and worth yep. the money. Although, yeah, I hope there's not another big price bump coming up in the near future. So,
0: yep. Yeah. Yep. Agreed.
1: So uh, another service I've got some experience with, I don't believe you have. Is I do uh, um, at and new TV service. Well, I say new, it's not really a new service. They acquired or kind of absorbed direct TV. A while back and they've rebranded DirecTV's live streaming service, which was DirecTV Now, and kind of rebranded it as AT&TV. So ATT TV. I don't know if it's three T's in there or two, but it's the <laughs> idea. ATT TV something. Anyway. Uh, regardless of the naming and the spelling, uh, it is a, another live streaming service. Uh, it is, I think at this point, the most expensive one at $60 yeah. a month. Yeah. Um, you are limited on your cloud storage to 500 hours. That may not sound like much of a limit. I mean, I don't really know many people that will hit a 500 hour limit, but you, know, you could, it's still the idea that there is a limit there at some point. Right. Um, I used the service back when it was DirecTV Now for a while. And uh, I had to leave it just because of a lot of technical issues. Uh, The DirecTV Now Mm -hmm. app uh, crashed a lot. Shows didn't load all the time. It was very frustrating. I had to do a lot of quitting the app and restarting devices to kind of get it working again. It got to be a little more problematic. Now, I'm not saying that that's the way it is now. That was, for me, maybe a year and a half, two years ago. But I just didn't see enough other reasons to stick with it, uh, especially at that price point. Um, so again, you said you haven't had any experience with this. No. Have you heard anything? Anybody who's had any more well, uh, I have, of features or benefits you know, I to it? I have
0: used DirecTV before, yeah. not personally. I, I've actually never subscribed to DirecTV, but I've had family members um, mm-hmm. that were using DirecTV. And so I've seen the the streaming version of DirecTV, which I thought was fine, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, it was a decent kind of extension of the cable, um, yeah, I, I'm, I, I'll be honest with you, looking into it for this show, I can't figure out why it costs that much.
1: Yeah. I what really, the, what I the advantage what is here. here. Yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah. I mean, I guess probably name, right? Name brand. And also I'm sure they do some really good packaging with those who have AT&T as a That's service. That's what I was going to uh, say, I
1: think if somebody's got AT&T for their internet or for their cell phone service, there's probably some advantage to bundling it, there may be a price yep. bake. If if you just want to keep everything in that same AT and T world, uh, there may be some advantages for you there. But outside I would of that, think I'm it, not seeing it. Yeah.
0: I would think that a lot of them, you know, you jump on their cell service and they'll give you a year free or something like Could that. Be. And, you know, when you've got that as being your main pipeline, my guess is you can jack up your price for other people and just see who trickles over, right? Make it seem like it's a, a stronger uh, system. But I, I don't necessarily see a reason for anybody that doesn't have a connection to AT&T. The one thing I was I was trying to figure out, maybe there's a benefit for having a company like this. I mean, AT&T is known for, I mean, it's a cell service, so it has to have good technical support. It has to have people that you can contact to get information most of these others do not, right? Most yeah. of these others, you're going to be on a chat, you know, an online chat and get, if, uh, kind if of TV that,
1: I mean, I think that, uh, right. even uh, YouTube TV, the one thing I'll, I'll also say that it's maybe not the best in the world, technical support is relatively non existent. I mean, yeah. uh, if you've ever tried to get uh, any kind of technical support from anything Google related, it's really tough. You sometimes can get a chat window open. Sometimes you've got to fill out a form. Sometimes you got to send off an email. Um, I will say, yeah, AT&T is a big company. I'm sure there yeah. are phone numbers you can call and get technical support and assistance right away. I think this makes good sense for anybody who's already an AT&T customer and maybe is getting this as a free option for a limited time or a bundled option or just wants that security of knowing, hey, I I know at and I've been with them for a long time. I'm going to trust them with this service. But anybody outside of that AT&T world, I'm, I'm just not seeing any any rationale yeah. for it yet. Now. Keep, we keep looking for any of these services to roll out feature or benefit or channel selections that really make it worthwhile but right now we're just not seeing anything jump out for this one so yeah uh was there well, one more brian i think you had one more yeah. service that you had heard about or at least had a little familiarity with i i personally well, don't so
0: well you mentioned obviously at t which is the most expensive so let's go to the other end of the spectrum to the least expensive one that i can find uh which is Philo, Philo tv and i'll i'll be upfront and saying I have not used this. I have yeah, not I have tried not this. Um, I kind of went to see whether there were some other options to, to throw out the people, but. Uh, it's, I was actually pretty impressed with the description of it. But again, there's got to be some issues in terms of uh, having this low of a price. But it's $20 a month, uh, unlimited DVR for a time period, which I thought was kind of interesting model, right? Which is similar to what YouTube TV does, except I think YouTube TV's time limit is a lot longer. This is about 30-day limit. So you could go and grab what you wanted to record for 30 days, and um, and then it would expire on you. Uh, big downside here is there's no sports um, with this service. And I know that's one of the things that has kept people with cable for the longest time has right. been, I love my sports and I would need access to sports. Um, Philo doesn't do that. So Philo also doesn't,
1: do, uh, also doesn't do also doesn't do life, uh, your local channels, I believe oh, yeah, either. Local, right. So this so is a local channels or yep. sports. It's truly where you are, you're more in the world of you like some of the cable channels, the AMC's, mm-hmm. the uh, Lifetime, some of these other channels that are that may be in that Philo package, but you don't need the sports, and you don't need anything local. No local yep. news broadcast or local programming, where all of the other options we've discussed do allow you to have local local channels. Right, you um, tell
0: them your location and you're yeah. streaming local information right that's right yeah i will i will say so if someone really wants to be budget conscious and they are trying to trim you know this huge cost of cable and really go with kind of the lowest cost they could do you know they probably ought to check out uh one of our deep dives where we talk about you know some other options of using over the air um but if you did something like that over the air to get your live information, and then Philo to be able to stream some some TV, you would be able to get your local and your sports or whatever would be on live TV, a local TV. Um, so that would be, you know, it's be an option. Uh, I, I would say one of the hard parts about this streaming service is very similar to cable. I think a lot of people have a hard time going backwards with their service. Mm-hmm. So if you jump straight away into to say YouTube TV, I think you're gonna have a hard time going backwards to a service that offers less. Uh, you Agreed. know, whereas, you know, you if you're if you're new to this game, try one of the try one of the try one of the small ones, right? You know, try Sling TV. And then when you realize, wow, there's things I don't have that I really would like, there are options for that. But if you go larger, it's going to be kind of hard to trim. So
1: I agree. I agree. Good point. Well, that's five services. Now, like I said before, leading into this, there may be more out there by the time you hear this episode. Uh, I know there was one that I used for a while called PlayStation TV, which is by Sony that I also had to leave because of some just the app didn't always work for me very well. And, um but it's already gone out of business or shut down service. Yeah. So some of these may not even be in existence anymore by the time you hear this. So it is an evolving, changing field, but those are five we were pretty, pretty used to at this point. So Brian, I think we've already kind of alluded to a little bit which ones yeah. we use. I think we already kind of we already <laughs> I think we made it kind of we, obvious, didn't we? We? <laughs> we spoiled that, I think, in our discussion <laughs> that we, we both use YouTube TV and we both yep. like YouTube TV. We what do. for you is the main reason why you are sticking with YouTube TV right now?
0: Well, I'll, to me, honestly, uh, user interface is huge. I really like efficiency. I like being able to have a system that works with the way that I want to work with it, and uh, and YouTube TV does that. It has all the channels that I want, mm-hmm. and it just works. Right. Right? it just works. Um, so I've I'm a big fan. Right? Yeah. I'm a big fan of the YouTube TV. Um,
1: I uh, I'm one of those people that actually doesn't mind the integration with Google. Uh, actually, you mm-hmm. know. Our, Email system at my office is all Google based, and uh, I do a lot of work on YouTube with uh, different broadcasting of some of our podcasts and other media. So the integration was fine by me. It's a it's an interface in a world I'm already pretty used to, so I actually like that, and I kind of trust YouTube TV is going to be around for a while, just because you know YouTube's kind of a behemoth right now, and Google's obviously. Uh, here for for the long haul as well so i think more of that consistency that's what brought me to it as opposed to a sling or some of these other ones i was just concerned about how viable they were going to be long term um but again sling hulu live youtube tv at&t's tv are all ones that i think are pretty established at this point i don't think they're going to be fly-by-night operations so i don't think any of them are bad choices it's just it's really going to cater to different audiences and different people so no
0: and i think that's the key i think that you're going to see each one of them create their own silo that says this is what we do differently than the others mm-hmm. and try to hold fast with that so that they all keep a market I and mean, alan if you had to if i said uh, youtube tv went away right now mm-hmm. what would you do What what's the next service that you'd go with
1: um I would probably go, as as much as I dislike the interface, I would probably go over to Hulu Live, mm, just because yeah. that was a service that I really had no technical issues with. The streaming was really solid. Yep. Uh, I, we already have a subscription to Hulu at our house, so we're already kind of used to doing stuff on Hulu. Um, so that would probably, and plus their channel selection it was more on par, on par with, I think, what YouTube TV was. So probably go with that. Uh, I'm not crazy about the price, but yeah, uh, that's probably where I would have to go. I couldn't go down to Sling. Sling's just still too limiting for me. AT and T just not enough benefit for the higher dollar. And uh, so, yeah, I think, and I, I can't go to a stripped down service at this point. So, yeah, it would yep. be Hulu Live would probably be my main option.
0: Yeah. yeah. What about you? Yeah, I mean, I think that. Well, I think that. I mean, if you want to stay on par, I mean, I'm I'm one of those that doesn't mind resetting the system every once in a while and and kind yep. of trimming down. I would probably take a look at Sling. I actually. I actually tried to go back to sling yesterday just to do a trial, just mm-hmm. to see what it was like updated a uh, problem. Well, we had some problems with tech support on that. So that kind of kept me from doing it, but yeah, um, yeah. yeah. so there you go. Right. Well, well let's, uh, yeah. let's talk about, you want to talk about like, what do, so now let's give some, some advice here. Right. Yeah. So we've come on the overview. We've already told them a little bit about our biases, right. In terms of what we like, but well, let's talk about a little bit more globally. So if someone's going to do this, yeah, what should they consider? What what are the what are the things that they need to keep in mind here?
1: Absolutely. I think that's a good point. So yeah, you know, we've talked about what we personally like, but yeah, you need to be asking a lot of questions of yourself yep. for your own situation to see what's gonna fit. Uh, first off, do you even go with streaming TV? I mean, you know, we're we're not saying that you have to. <laughs> we are we are saying it's a good option that a lot of people are taking advantage of. But cable TV is not going to disappear anytime soon. Satellite TV right. is not going to go the way of the dodo bird. I mean, they are going to be options for some time. Uh, so question, if you're not hearing anything in this discussion that really appeals to you, nothing sounds like it's a problem for you, you don't have to change. So the question number one is, do you even go with streaming TV? And,
0: and really, really quick, did you just say dodo bird?
1: I did say the dodo bird. Yeah, I, somebody. I didn't bet, see that. I didn't see that on our notes. Somebody, uh, somebody uh, made a bet with me before the show if I could work <laughs> in the word dodo bird during the recording. If I did, I get a, a gift card, and so <laughs> no, I think I, I won. <laughs>
0: so congratulations! I congratulations! Very, I, I'm not sure I could have <laughs> slid dodo bird in there, but oh, yeah. uh, we'll
1: see what the we, we'll see what the magic term is for the next episode. I have in. <laughs> um,
0: All right. Then another well, question. Think, go, ahead. go ahead. Well, I was just going to say the to me the big one. It makes a difference with some of these services is channels. Yeah, right? I mean, what sure. are the what are the channels that you need? I think if anybody's looking at making this change, the first thing I would do is say write down the shows and or channels that you really enjoy, mm-hmm. right? And kind of put them in priority that says I can't live without this one. I can't live without this one. I like this one, but um, you know, I can live without it. And then do that first before going to look at these services. Because if you go to the services, you're going to say, oh, gosh, it has that, it has that. And maybe you don't even watch those, but you think it sounds great, right? So, you know, there are differences across these services. Some will have contracts with one channel versus another, so... Make your list before you go and look at the services. Yeah, channel
1: point channel selection may be probably the biggest question that I think people really need to consider before they get too far on this. Price point's the other one. I mean, I think all yeah. the options we've talked about are cheaper than traditional yes. landline cable. Okay. Yes. However, there is a possibility that, you know, if you go with a, let's say an ATT V at $60 a month. And if there's any add-ons or if they increase their price in the next few months, you could be getting up to $70, $75. To that point, you've got to start weighing, is this really better off than what I was paying for cable if I had a basic cable package? So cost is going to be a factor. Although right now, unless you just add on everything under the sun, I just don't see how you're going to get close to what a traditional TV service would have cost.
0: Yeah. yeah. And um, I think, you know, yeah. al- along with price, right, mm-hmm. you have to be thinking that remember that you have to have good internet for this. Yeah. Or at least you have to have decent internet, right? Decent internet.
1: Um, uh, the better the inter- the better the internet, the better your quality, the better, the better your experience, fa- family multiple viewing experience is going to be. So yeah, if you don't have a really good internet package and you need to increase your internet speed, then got to take that cost factor into consideration as yep. well. It's a good point.
0: And here's a here's here's a bit of advice, right? Mm-hmm. Don't go and buy a streaming box just to see whether or not this would work, right? Don't jump ship of cable yet. Get a friend who has a streaming box, invite them over, yeah, good point. let them try to stream or pull up your computer and try to stream through your computer uh, yeah. on one of these two week, uh, two week trials, yeah. you know, go to sling TV, do a two week trial, don't pay anything. And if you find that you're spinning, do a lot of spinning and you're, you're stuttering, then maybe your internet's not good, and you need to balance that that uh, that cost. So yeah, very uh, good. That's a great yeah. great
1: way of testing that without investing any money into it yet. Uh, you know, I think it's a good question to ask. Too, I mean, not as important, but I think it does have a little bearing. Is if you're already kind of uh, if you already kind of one that you you already kind of locked into a system like Apple, yep. uh, Amazon, Google. If you're already kind of familiar with that whole world then you, that may steer your decision a little bit. Like, for example, I'm very comfortable in the Google world. We use Google services mm-hmm. a lot for our work. So for me, YouTube TV is not a big deal. You know, it's not a problem right. at all. Uh, if you're an Apple person and you really like Apple TV, you may want to look at a service that ties in better with the Apple TV, like Hulu does. Um, yep. I'll admit, YouTube TV doesn't play as well with Apple TV. It's one thing I wish it would do. But um, it would be nice if it did. It'd be a nice addition.
0: Yep. I think it's coming. I yeah. think it's coming. I think yeah, YouTube's but, getting big enough where it's coming. But, I,
1: I hope so. Uh, but there yeah. are those other other ecosystems. I, again, I don't yep. think it's that terribly important, but it is something to consider. Yep. Uh, you had a question about you know, usability, family friendliness. You know, is, it, are other members of a family household going to be able to pick up and use this service?
0: Uh, yeah, easily. we didn't really talk about that, did we? We didn't talk about kind of the. You know, most of these have. The ability to have different profiles, right? Oh, so true, you can yeah. log yeah. in, and you can actually, you know, your your son or daughter can have their own profile, which you can lock down in terms of parental guidance and everything. And then you can have, you know, your spouse has their own profile, so that saves their movies, it saves their things. Most of them have that. There's just some some limits on the number of those things per uh, service, right? That's a good point. Yeah, so you want to look into that. How many how many people will I need? Right? Do I need yeah. to? have a service that will have uh, independent uh, profiles for each good one. Good call on so. that. Well, there's a bunch of uh, other factors, but I don't think we need to go too much into them, I think right? We've user hit user the ma- I, I think
1: we've hit the main ones. I mean, I really yeah. think it's channel selection, it's price, making yep. sure your internet's good enough. I mean, I think that's really the biggest things you got to consider when you go into yep. this. Now, Brian, I think it's important. You and I, we've given our own opinions. We've said this is what we like and what we use. We've talked about the questions to ask, but overall... We got to post some advice, I think our recommendations, I guess you could say, for these streaming services. And as we are the family IT guys, we are like I know The de
0: facto mm, IT people. Yes. uh,
1: What the bandwidth of brothers is what we are. Bandwidth of brothers. We're all Uh, together on this. There are types of family members that maybe different approaches might be better for when it comes to television. Uh, access going forward so let's kind of put them into some categories here okay, if it <laughs> yep. makes sense, sense for you and these yep. are all labels i think we can many of us can probably relate to I'll, I'll start us off with the first one so let's say you've got the uh the grumpy grandpa the ordinary uh <laughs> grandpa doesn't really want to change doesn't like the idea of mm-hmm. changing anything he's happy with what he's got now
0: He's got the money under the mattress. Debt. He's fine. Mm -hmm. He's
1: used to paying the bill. He doesn't care. Let him stick with whatever he's going to stick with. Okay? If he wants to stick with cable, let him stick with cable. Don't try to push Mm -hmm. this on him. Uh, we don't think that'll go
0: too well. Um, no, nope, it's not. It's not worth it. It's not worth let it. Let him deal no. with
1: customer support. Let him, you know, deal with all those things. And he's, he's happy doing that. So that is, that
0: is important. Like if he's already in the, he's already in the cable world, right? He's already knows how to call and complain uh, yeah. every other day. Don't right? force let a him change. Keep doing it. Yeah. Don't force it. Don't let him call you. Yeah, that's right. Yep. Exactly. Yep. Good call.
1: All right. What's another grouping here?
0: Well, so this one's. This one's kind of important to a lot of people. Um, you know, you oftentimes... I know you probably get in this environment, although I don't want to get you in trouble. Um, <laughs> Thank you. But maybe those non-techie in-laws, right? Yeah. Those in-laws who hear that, uh, Ooh, you know, their son or daughter...
1: married someone who knows technology,
0: right? <laughs> yeah. So, you know, to me, I have two, two approaches on this. One, if you are looking for something to do when you go to your in-law's house to get you away from everybody, mm-hmm. then maybe you do want something that's very tech intensive, right? Good uh, but if you're looking for something that is going to be, um, keep you from being the IT person, then to me, I think this is a group that also sticks with cable, right? Yeah. I say, let them stick with cable, let them stick with, uh, the, uh, the customer support guy, the install guy, uh, let those people come and and take the the wrath and fury of the in laws. So, yeah. um, so I'd say stick with cable in this case, right? What do you no, think? I,
1: I'm with you on that. I'd rather just, I'd rather just go hop on my iPad in a corner somewhere and just you know, yep. fiddle with my own technical stuff and not try to touch theirs. Because there again, that's also you know you got to keep in mind too. How many times are you going to get called? For any level yes. of technical support on this, and it's just again, if they're if you don't hear active complaining about TV service or the cost they're paying for it or anything else, or there's saying that they they wish they had access to things they don't have, uh, you know, again let let it let it lie, let it let it yep. continue as is.
0: And it now, may be like if you're but if you're trying to if you're trying to impress them. Right, you're in the first year of marriage and you're trying to impress. Just be careful, right? You could be uh, setting yourself up for disaster, right? Don't you don't know?
1: run into any tech grenades, and that's the kind of the term we use. <laughs> where ooh, you ooh. go into Explain a situation, that. yeah, tech grenade is you go into a situation, you go and you install something, you update something, you configure something, and there's any likelihood at all that that thing's going to blow up, te- technically speaking, when you leave, meaning you're going to get a call within 24, 48 hours saying, uh, yeah, that thing you set up or you tried to do, it's not working anymore. Yeah. So that's yeah. never fun. So I'd say you watch out for that with the, uh, the in law situation. Now the next level, I'll say we start to get up to the point where, you know, some people are willing to try some things and you even alluded to this level a little bit earlier talking about YouTube TV and that's kind of the parents level. All right. These are our, these are our parents. All right. Any I'm speaking very generally here about parents, but people who might be willing to, Try a little extra technology. Wouldn't mind having a little in- uh, technology introduced in their life. But we do recommend in that situation maybe keeping it simple. YouTube TV, I think, is a perfect uh, situation. We did this with our own parents. I agree. And It was great. Yep. Uh, after about a week, you said, of uh, getting used to it, it uh, they're on board with it and they love it. And I don't think they would go back to traditional cable now. But I'd keep it simple, not going too crazy with a lot of other apps or trying to install a bunch of other services and things. YouTube TV. If you're looking for a way to just replace the cable experience, a YouTube TV service will do it. I mean, right away. Yep. Hulu uh, Hulu Live would do the same thing. I just worry about yep. the interface there. So you do have an option to say, "Look, we're going to make this simple. We're going to cut your cost. You're basically going to have all the same stuff you had with cable, and that's all we're going to worry about doing. You know, don't yep. let's not go agreed. any further than that, right? Yep.
0: Yeah, agreed. Okay, cool. Well, to the next next level, uh, yeah. Everybody everybody has kind of that that cool uncle or aunt, right? <laughs> Someone that you feel like, you know what, they don't mind trying this stuff. They're older, but you know, they're not going to be the one that's going to call and complain to you too much if things don't work. Sure. I think I think this is also present out. So we've already gotten to the level of let's let's let them try the service. I think this is the one where you let them try the service and maybe even hook them up with a couple of additional apps. And uh, I think they're going to be impressed. I think you you put that side app in there that taps into their YouTube TV uh, account or their Hulu account. And shows all sorts of other new features. Um, yeah, I think you're going to be getting a good Christmas present if you can hook uh, that up <laughs> with something. And
1: that, I, isn't, think, isn't I think is that the, all we're trying to jockey for that's here? That's pretty us, much right? it, yeah, actually. Yeah,
0: yep, that's
1: it. No, I think that's good. Yeah. I think you're just kind of taking it to the next level with that group. And uh, like I said, kind of a good streaming service plus a couple add-on apps, and one of those you may be discussing in your in your picks at the end of the episode. Here is what yeah. I believe, Tom. Then I think the final level, the one where we really don't have to worry too much about it, it's kind of that techie sibling. So Brian, if 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 it were me and I, I was trying to recommend to you what to do, I, I would throw a lot of stuff at you and say, look, uh, try any of the services. Let's just see what's a good fit for you. Let's, let's kind of go through that question mark and see what makes better sense. And then, yeah, let's throw on some additional apps. Let's throw on some additional features. Let's get you set up on a really nice streaming box. Because uh, I feel like I feel like you could handle it, you know. As a, as, oh, like, thanks. Techie. Yeah, so you're, you're I appreciate welcome. that. So, yeah, mm-hmm. I would hope you yep. feel the same way about me as well. So, um, mm. so that um, <laughs> mm. <laughs> all right. Don't be too uh, <laughs> too quick to agree with me there. So,
0: so, but but let me just quickly say. So, you seem to be really high on YouTube TV. How did? How exactly did you get onto YouTube TV? Because I seem to remember you being on Hulu. I, I just, I'm just wondering how did. Yeah. How did I, that happen? I ran, was it
1: I ran into some random person at a party who told me about it? Oh, so, yeah.
0: it wasn't your your techie sibling that that uh, kind of converted you.
1: I don't think so. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, all right. Next, next.
1: I, I don't remember. It's really foggy. That was a, the whole interaction was.
0: Yeah, I'm thinking, maybe
1: maybe it was a recommendation from someone in my family. I don't uh, I don't recall. Uh,
0: so I'm know. thinking some of the uh, some of these airwaves have kind of started to skew your memory a little bit. So, okay. All right.
1: Well, that's, you know, advice for different levels of the family. And again, I know we're just kind of using some general labels here, but I think the idea is that you could scale all the way from a, don't change a thing, let them stick with what they are. Don't force them down a path of technology if they don't need it all the way up to, Hey, let's try one of these streaming services. Let's try some of the apps that kind of work with them and, and have some fun with it and see what works. And especially the younger generations, I mean, My kids, you know, my boys are – my two youngest boys are 18 and 13. They never watch live TV. They don't even understand what that is. So it's really becoming a little bit of a a moot point as the generations come about. Uh, I think we're speaking more to people who are used to traditional live TV and want to keep that same experience. Uh, but again, I wouldn't force it. Uh, I just, you know, find those opportunities where people could see a little better cost savings or flexibility that they're looking for with their TV service. So,
0: yeah. yeah. Well, and and we, I didn't realize we just had three, we had three levels of people there, right? So would you say this is kind of like DEFCON 3, right? I mean, this is, this is level three of five, right? That streaming services seems to be okay for yeah, yeah. your third level, right? That's third true. level. Yeah. I don't right? need to go uh,
1: the, the the bottom two levels. I say, you know, don't worry about it. They're good. There's, They're don't good. force them down the path of streaming if they don't want it. Yeah. But there's definitely a third level up. I think are 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 capable of of doing this. So
0: yeah, yeah. Those top, those those bottom two. I mean, just keep them, keep in the way of the dodo bird. Right. Basically, <laughs> oh, is what you're going to say. right? It's
1: catching on. I think this is going to be a phrase. That's gonna come back. I would have
0: my gift card as well. So. Come back
1: <laughs> in our vernacular on a daily basis here. <laughs> um, so, Brian, I think we've covered the main topics we want to cover when it comes to streaming yep. TV. I will just go ahead and remind everybody that there will be some follow-up deep dive episodes, shorter episodes, uh, one talking about media players, one talking about other services outside of live TV, like movie streaming services, and then a third one you alluded to, kind of a more, a really techie deep dive on how to use over-the-air antenna-based broadcast. Yep. alongside your internet streaming service. So those will be three follow-up episodes. You can just, if you subscribe to the show, you're going to get them. You can choose to listen to them or not, depending on how deep you want to go in those in those topics. But Brian, one thing, and I forgot to mention this at the top of the show, uh, we'll have to kind of remind ourselves to make sure we allude to this at the beginning going forward, but... We like to, end, we'll like to end our main shows each month with a, a pick of the, uh, of, the, of the show. Kind of You and I both just having a recommendation of a gadget, an app, a website, a tool, or whatever it may be, somewhat related to the topic we're talking about, but we want to recommend something that we really like or use a lot. So I'm going to kick it over to you first, Brian, to kind of tell us what's your, uh, what is your pick sure. of the show? What, what is your thing you want to recommend to everybody?
0: Well, my pick this, uh, this show is going to be ESPN app and I'm not sure Alan, if you've used this app or not, but you know, all the we've been talking about so far is to have streaming TV, but then usually those services will also allow you to log into an app, uh, for a particular channel to get some additional things. And I tell you, if you haven't used the ESPN app, it is fantastic. I'm a big sport fan. I know you're a sport fan, um, when you log into the ESPN app, so this would be something on uh, your streaming box where not only do you have the YouTube TV app or the Hulu app or the Sling app, but you also have the ESPN app and that ESPN app will then connect to your streaming service. So it gives you access, basically saying, oh, you're already paying for these channels. We'll give you access through our app as well. But the beauty of that app uh, to me is you know you can actually pull up multiple sh- uh, games and play them Picture-in-picture, picture. you can play them side-by-side. Side. You can yeah. play four games at once. Uh, it is fantastic. Uh, I'm really, really impressed. Now, I will say the only time I ever use the ESPN app is when I can't find a, a game on the the YouTube channel list, um, but I find that maybe it's on ESPN3. Mm-hmm. You know, it's some local type of game, but they'll, they'll stream it on the ESPN app. Uh, or when I have a few games that I'm watching... At the same time. And I will say, switching channels on streaming TV services back and forth is a little clunkier than it is on cable. You know, cable, it used to be just one button, right? Previous channel. And you could just flip back and forth, and it's quicker. Uh, being able to use the ESPN app allows me to stream get in two games, four games, whatever, and have them both at the same time. So, yeah. have you used that before? I have, I have, no. I I have it on a lot during uh, uh,
1: big tennis tournaments, Wimbledon, yeah, so on, yep. watching multiple matches or uh, basketball games all at the same time. It is great, and I'm like you. If if the if the game I'm watching is on my YouTube TV, just part of my ESPN channel list. I'll end up just watching it there. But if it's something that's not on that channel list or if there are multiple events going on at the same time and I know I want to easily switch between them, I'll go to the ESPN app to do that. I think it's worth noting with your pick that, you know, if you get a television streaming service that has ESPN included, you can get this ESPN app. The app doesn't cost any money and it will link to your, your subscription of your live TV service so any of the shows that you could have been, or games you could have been watching on the ESPN channels, you can instead watch on the app, and it's really nice to take advantage yep. of that. But if you don't yep. have a streaming service that has ESPN, the app is pretty limited. You're not going to have yeah, access do to a lot of those, those games.
0: So yep. yeah, it's a yep. good,
1: really good pick. What about um, you?
0: what's your What's your pick of the show? Yeah,
1: so my my pick is an app that you would not run on your TV. It's one you use to help your TV experience, and it's an app called Just Watch. So J U S T w-a-t-c-h it can go on your uh, mobile phone you can go on your tablet or ipad Uh, i believe it's a website as well Uh, i can't remember if i've never used a web interface i've always used a mobile interface but this idea that once you start getting into the world of streaming internet tv or movies uh trying to figure out what service has what show or what movie can be a little tricky yeah um you know, some some boxes have a universal search on it. That's kind of nice, but I find this this app to be a lot more helpful. What it is is you set up a profile. It's all free, and you say, "Look, uh, here are the services I use. I use YouTube TV. I use I have an Apple uh, uh, Movies account. I use Netflix, so on." And then when you search for a movie or TV show, it'll tell you which of your services that that movie or show is available on, and if it's free or if you're going to have to pay for it or what. So it's just kind of nice. Yeah, I'm super slick. um, My kids and I were wanting to watch a movie the other night. So I did a search to see. I'm like, oh, I see it's not on any streaming service. There's no Netflix, it's not on Hulu or anything else. So I know I'm going to have to buy it if we rent it, if we want to watch it. So at least I know that. And I don't feel like I maybe uh, missed something that, you know, the worst feeling is to. (laughs) rent a movie or buy a movie and then find out you had it for free on one of your yep. movie services on other and you services. didn't know about it. Yep. So Just Watch is a nice up-to-date database that kind of lets you see where to find your your the, the content you're looking for. Yeah.
0: So, yeah, No, and I, I had not used this until I saw it in your show notes and I've been trying it and it's great. Yeah, it's really, really helpful because there really isn't anything worse than having to switch between your different services, do a search, do another search, and then at the end realize oh okay I didn't have access or I could have gone with another free service to get it so yeah, yeah great Absolutely. great pick Absolutely great pick right. yeah. well
1: two good picks so the ESPN app um, and then uh, Just Watch is kind of our picks for the show so again we've got some deep dive episodes coming up after this one if you want to if you subscribe you're going to get those automatically or you can find them up on the Mesh.tv website. Uh, or any of the podcast reader or uh, directory programs that you may use. If anybody has any questions about anything we've discussed here or some suggestions about future topics, we'd love to hear from you. You can reach us at info at the That's I-N-F-O at the mesh T-H-E-M-E-S-H dot TV. And by doing that, that'll send us an email, put in the subject line that you're talking about the Brothers in Tech show or questions that you may have, and they'll, they'll make sure it gets to the right place. And uh, there's also a form on the mesh.tv website, a contact form you can use as well. And what we'll plan on doing is having one of these main episodes coming out about every month where we're going to kind of cover a different topic, and then we'll have some deep dive episodes afterwards to really go a little bit more in depth. And on every main episode, we'll make sure we have a pick of the show as well, something we want to recommend. So first time out, Brian, how do you feel? Wow. It was pretty good, right?
0: Yeah, You know, I feel, I feel pretty good. I mean, I think, we, uh, I think we did okay. I think we're a little wordy, right? I'm a little wordy, right? I, tend, we I think we are. can trim it down a little bit. Um, we're brothers. You know, and so I mean, I would we kind of
1: have the same, the, same, uh, uh, the same attributes there.
0: So. Yeah, well, it's important. You know, there, there's, there's a lot of things that you say that I have to correct. So it's usually <laughs> going to take a little longer for us to go through this. Um, but, uh, but I think in future episodes, right, the main one, we'll probably try to keep it, you know, 45 minutes or so will be yeah. our target. Right. So, yeah. uh, if this one is a little long, don't worry, you know, future ones, uh, will uh, will be a little bit more efficient, but I think we did good. I think yeah, this was all right. Uh, good. I think, uh, hopefully we got some people, uh, into the streaming world and get them started. So looking forward to some of our deep dives.
1: Well, best of luck to all of you family IT professionals out there, (laughs) uh, people who are getting calls after the holidays with new technology being hooked up. We hope we're able to help just a little bit in that effort. And again, we'd love to hear from you with any ideas or suggestions you've got for us for things in the future. But until next time, this is uh, Alan and Brian Jackson signing off from Brothers in Tech. Thanks a lot for listening.
0: Bye-bye.